Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strongcast. I'm Mark Boyd. I'm here with Mr. Paul Sullivan. How are you today? All good. Good. Got your boxing gloves on? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, ready to go. <laughs> here we have Badar Samreen. What a pleasure it is to have you here. The f- one of the only Jordanian boxers. Yes. With a record of 6-0. 6-0, oh. oh, 5 knockouts. Awesome to have you here. Thank you for having me. We are here to hear Badar's story. Tell us. How did you get into boxing? Where are you from? Your background? Let's go right from a young age. And you're still a young age anyway, but uh, <laughs> let's go right from the start. Who is Bader? Well, Bader is a young man <laughs> from Jordan, <laughs> from the heart of Jordan. And I started in 2012. So if you all want to know my age, I was 12 when I started. So I was born in 2000. He's 22. 22, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... My first sport was actually uh, football, okay, soccer. And um, what happened is that in Jordan, football is quite popular, you know, but my brother, my brother was like a really overprotective brother, but in a good way, not in a bad way. So he said, nah, you're not, you're not gonna keep playing football in Jordan. I was like, why? Because he was, uh, he was telling me that People over here, they don't know anything about team team playing and all that. So they just started going to be cussing and all that. And you're going to be in more fights than you already are. And then he was like, you're not going to keep playing football. And I was like, what, what, what should I do? What, what, what do you want me to do? Just sit at home? So I suffered an injury in football. And then I just sat at home for a while. And then after I recovered, he was like, he was doing boxing. And he still does. He's in Jordan. And then he was like, why don't you just come and try boxing? You might, you might like it. And I really didn't like boxing. I like to watch it, but I never really like to be dedicated and motivated and just go that road. You know what I mean? My, my dream was always to be a football player. But 
So then I was like, all right, let's just go. Let's see how it is. And I still remember the day. It was November in 2012. It was raining. And I just went there. And um, as soon as I got into the gym and uh, the coach started telling me how to stand and, you know, the all uh, basic procedure, you know. And what happened is I just kind of... I just I, I was drawn into it. I was really focused, and even the coach and my brother, they, everybody was seeing that. All right, he's an, he's a beginner, but like uh, he gets it. He gets it, and he takes it quick. Natural. Natural. That's how you say it. And since then, man, your brother's a good boxer, though, right? Yeah, he's uh, he was a middleweight, but he went down to welterweight. He still didn't turn pro. He's two years older than me. Yeah. But yeah, he's coming soon also here to Dubai. Nice. You and your brothers getting any scraps? Any <laughs> any punch ups shooting your brother? Well, he's physically stronger than me. All right, but it's just that we're d two different type of fighters. You know what I mean? So there are some places where he's better than me, and there are some other places where I'm better than him. He's good in a long range because he has he has long arms and his shoulders are wide so he has a good reach advantage he's just a little bit uh, taller than me so i'm 5'8 he's 5'8 maybe in a little bit more but yeah but i'm good i'm better than him in like mid-range and in closer distance mm -hmm. because i know how to tuck myself in but yeah this is it and um since then to be honest to this day boxing is not really what I always dreamt of. And uh, my love to boxing just kind of changed to a lifestyle. Like I do like, I do love it, but I don't, I don't see it as my one and only love for sport. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But as the time went by and I was like, why would I, why would I waste the talent? That's one thing. Second thing I do, I do it for myself, but mostly for my family. Because it's it's a good way to, it's like a key to your life. Any sport, if you take it seriously and you go into it, it's like a key to your life. So you, you change your life, you change your family's life, and you change, like I said, I was, I'm one of the only professional boxers over there. There's only, I don't, I don't, I don't know any professional boxer out there from Jordan, all right? So... Those kids in Jordan, okay, when they see, ah, there was one professional boxer and he was at his Jordanian passport and no other passport. You know what I mean? This is what, what I told you. Yeah. And um, he was in the national team. Like the, the normal uh, procedure to, be, to get to the higher stages. So the, the young kids, they, they start to look up to someone, okay, that we couldn't. You can relate to, yeah. Yeah, because I, we didn't have to look at, uh, up to anyone in, in the country. You know what I mean? Like, all right, there are some good fighters, but for the region, but not worldwide. And the kids, when they want to dream about something, they want to dream big. You know what I mean? You, your dreams should never be limited. It should be limitless because if, if you're limited, you might, you might reach it and you might reach something less than it. But if you, if you don't set a limit for your dreams, you're going to reach to a point that you never, ever thought that you're going to be at. Like me right now, I, I seriously, I never thought that I, I was ever going to be in Dubai. Or let's say pro boxer, you know what I mean? Mm. Because when I was in, in the national team, 
a lot of doors closed to me you know my 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 uh my dream was to be an olympian and all of that so i'm gonna talk to you about my amateur career how 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 it went so in uh 2014 15 17 and 18 i was national champion 16 i didn't uh, compete because it was an injury in 2014 i joined the national team so what happened in 2015 was my first international tournament it was in asia it was in uzbekistan 2015 it was a junior asia national uh, junior asia championship so what happened is that first round I, i i went by all right and in the second round i fought kazakhstan and at that time the 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 judging was different it was one point one point one point you know what i mean it's not not like not right now so i lost him 10-9 all right my first international tournament he got the gold okay and that was the closest fight for him with me so what happened is after after two months of that comp uh, competition there was also a junior world championship i was i was qualified for it because of what happened in asia sadly the jordanian national team didn't didn't take me there all right some issues some say money some say other stuff you know i was like all right a, a young kid 15 years old getting uh qualified for world championships and not go is a little bit hard for a kid you know what i mean mm -hmm. i was like okay no problem there's a saying in arabic so basically everything that gets delayed is the best for you i was like all right what can i do in 2018 uh i went to arab championships i got gold and the uh the last time a jordanian uh boxer from the national team got a gold was in 2011 so from 2011 till 2018 there was no one i came i broke the record all right and in 2018 that was the last year for the youth for the 2000s all right so because we were 2000 2001 So what happened there was also a youth olympic olympics for the youth in Bu uh, Buenos Aires. So how how they how they uh, the youth get qualified they only take from each continent the ones that take gold. You know what I mean? So Asia gold, Europe gold, Africa gold and all that. So I went to the African uh, championships. First round I got by. Second round I fought Korea, beat them up. I was in Thailand and uh, <laughs> then in the quarterfinals they uh, they put me against a Thailand guy. You know when it is uh, Thailand and Thailand, India and India, you know how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They took it off me. Also a dream shattered for the Youth Olympics and that's what that was the last uh, Youth Olympics that I could compete because in 2019 I turned to elite. All right, no problem. Two months, uh, three months after that, okay, in August, there was the World Championships for the youth. The last World Championships for the youth also. Prepared, 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 prepared. Two weeks before the competition, I broke my right wrist. Wow. <laughs> And, uh, you know, because I remember it yeah. right now, then I, uh, I, was, I was really frustrated. I didn't know what to do. All I did was I went to 
they took me to a doctor, put a cask on. I kept training, like I'm gonna fight. And then, um, then the, just the day before the, they, uh, we, we have to travel, and I look, uh, they removed the cask from my hand, and it was a little bit still swollen, and it still hurt. I was like to my coach, whoa, 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 what am I supposed to do? He's like, I don't know. And then, then we got to a point that we said, uh, fuck it, let's just, it is what it is. It's already broken, so you might just take a shot in it. And then I was like, all right, the whole, the whole flight to, to Budapest, I was like, to my teammates, I was like, shit, I don't, I don't want to fight. I'm just going to take it as a vacation. When I got there, to the hotel, you see all the fighters, all the teams, and then something came, it came into me, and I was like, nah, man, you, you got to fight, you got to take your shot, it's the last championship, so what's going to happen? So in the medicals, so they don't see my hand swollen and to disqualify me, I went to the, to the, uh, uh, to the doctors when they used, not like that, because it was here. I was giving him my hand like this, and he was holding it from here, and twisting it, and he, he basically covered it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, first round, I, I went also by. Second round, I fought other, uh, other Beijan, okay? Beat him up, beat him up really bad. And then uh, there was one day off, and then I fought Bulgaria. He beat USA, and then I was like, damn. And he was bigger than me and taller than me. I was like, all I can do is just use my brain. Fought the Bulgarian, beat him up. <laughs> but after that, after that fight with the Bulgarian guy, my hand was really, really bad. Like I used to, I used to take uh, painkillers just to get me through it. And then semifinals came. All right, I fought Cuban. He basically didn't touch me, and I couldn't touch him. I couldn't pressure him anymore. He just gave it to him. But what happened is that even with my injury, okay, I still managed to receive a, uh, a world medal, a bronze world medal. You know what I mean? Mm. Guess what? That was the first ever Jordanian boxer to get a world medal to this day. It was in 2018. To this day, since boxing entered Jordan in, 1990, uh, in the 60s, no one. It's awesome. No I mean, one. That is not an easy road. <laughs> no. It's not an easy road. And that shows you also that it's not luck. Yeah. This is definitely not luck. No. And it's not linear either. No, nah, it's just dedication and just do your thing, you know? How did you feel at those times, like not being allowed to go places? I used to feel horrible. Wise, like I used to feel horrible, but there's nothing really I can do. You know what I mean? Mm. Let me Let me just tell you what happened after that. So uh, in 2019, uh, I joined the elite national team, all right? There was also another friend of mine, okay? I wish him all the best and everything. So me and him were in the same weight class, so I used to fight 64 in the amateur. And um, in November, from the world championships that I fought till November, 2019 i haven't fought any fight any fight they just put me on the bench they're like just wait anyways in november 
there was a Grand Prix championships. You know, you all know Grand Prix, yeah? Mm -hmm. That was my first elite championships. They gave me the shot. They gave me the shot. I was like, all right, cool. Let me just do it. It was in Croatia. So I went there. My first fight was against Finland. That guy was actually proper good, really good. He's southpaw. He's more experienced than me. He has over 150 amateur fights. <laughs> and that was my first uh, elite championships. Beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> I really did it. I and love how simply I know. Beat, <laughs> beat him up, beat him up, yeah. beat him up. It's actually true, you know. <laughs> and then I fought a guy from Bosnia. Short guy, bulky. He couldn't touch me. I, I, I used my jab and was counting every time he was stepping in. Done. Job done. Beat him up. Beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> in the finals, that was a tough one, all right? And I was like, damn, I'm actually in the finals right now. Uh, I fought a guy from Ukraine. You know, Eastern European, they're, they're physically strong people, you know? So in boxing, how you got to beat Ukraine and Russia and all of them, you just have to walk, like, like to move around. Don't stand in front of them because they're just going to keep coming. They don't care to get punched. They don't mind. So in the first round, finals, I was a little bit, I wasn't focused 100%. So what happened during bell, uh, the bell rings? And then he comes, boom. Boom, boom, three jabs in a row. My head was like, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> and guess what? I didn't feel anything, but I did this and my, my, my nose was bleeding heavy. And I was like, damn, he broke my nose. And then in the second round, my coach, he was from Ukraine, okay, at that time. So he told me, do this, do that. I was like, all right, let's try it out. Moving around, bam, 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 beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I got gold, first uh, ranked number one Grand Prix. The only one to get uh, first place from Jordan to this day. You know what I mean? And then after that fight, my, my half of my face was really swollen up because he broke it from this side and that side. It was too... too Two uh, walls broke twice, but from different angles. You know what I mean? Three good jabs. <laughs> three proper jabs. <laughs> like three, three strong jabs. <laughs> what happened is, I did, uh, in 2020, I was meant to go to China for the uh, Tokyo 2020 um, qualifications. China hit COVID and it was delayed and all of that. And my nose was broken, right? It took me over five months to recover from a broken nose. I, I, that, before that, it was broke one time. I, I broke it one time and cut, uh, healed up by itself and with a, uh, some medications. And uh, I had a shield on. Six weeks, it was done. This time, it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't recover quickly because they didn't give me also the uh, right... Uh, Medical procedure, you know what I mean. You have any breathing problems now? Was it good? Yeah, the that side's gone. Uh, that side is gone. Yeah, you know. 
See how it is. <laughs> if you're just tuning in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, couldn't go to the 2020 Olympics qualifications. So what was the point then that you decided to turn pro? Was it after that? So after that, I was just sat there, like, nothing, because as soon as you get uh, go to the qualifications, you, uh, you have the right to uh, go to every tournament that's after that between the qualifications and the Olympics. So yeah, I was just sat there, I couldn't do shit, and... Yeah, my my dream was shattered also for the for those Olymp- for this Olympic and uh, what I did in 2018 to 2020. I was using my Instagram, you know, texting people, just send my CV, whatever, just using use a social media platform. And then I messaged uh, here in Dubai. And I don't know if I should say his name, but yeah, we had the relationship. uh. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On, on Instagram and then he was like, just let COVID uh, slow down a little bit and you got my word and I will fly you in. So uh, uh, they put me on a bench, the national team, but they were taking me to training camps, you know. So I went to Uzbekistan again for a training camp. And after that, I went to Poland for another training camp. So from Uzbekistan straight to Poland. So when I was in Poland, the guy in Dubai told me, everything is ready, your visa is ready, just give me a date. Whenever you want to fly, I told him. The next day, I, I, I reached Jordan. I want to take a straight flight back to Dubai. And he was like, but you've been in camp for, for a couple of weeks. You don't want to see your parents. I told him, the next flight, I don't want to waste no time. So what usually uh, national teams do, they take your passport as soon as you t- uh, reach Jordan. So we reached Jordan and then... I told him, yeah, I need my passport because my dad needs it for something. I will give it to you as soon as it's done. They were like, okay. Next day, I was gone. <laughs> Smile on your face. <laughs> Next day, I was gone, man. I could not wait. I, that's, that's the time that I always dreamed about. That was in February 2021. Mm. And see how, how my professional career is right now. Yeah. So that was the point then... Six fights from that point, February 2021. Yeah. My first at. fight was in a gym in, in round 10 gym. My first fight. 
It was in March, the following month. And then after that, I fought on uh, Bjornsson. What's his name? Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, Eddie Thor. Yeah. 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 yeah, when he fought this other Devin, guy. Devin. Yeah. Devin Laurent. Oh, right, that one. When he, September. When he, yeah, yeah, when he fought that guy of, in Conrad. Yeah. Fought there. Oh, yeah, 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 that one. That was Devin, yeah. Yeah, that was before Devin. I don't know. I, all oh, I know was Devin. Thor. Thor was that fighting, was yeah, the Conrad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my third fight was also in uh, Conrad. And then fourth fight was in the space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. On I the, was at that one. Yeah, Wasim and Barrera on the card. Mm -hmm. Then my next fight was in uh, Dubai Tennis Stadium. Sonny Edwards and yeah. uh, Wasim on the card. My last fight was in Saudi. Joshua Nusik on the card. Talk to us about that. So basically, I was a float bout. All right. So what happened is that they just want to put you in when someone does a quick knockout. You know what I mean? So they fill the time up because Joshua and Usyk, they have a yeah, they're gonna they, they, they have a time set that they go straight in. So because of all the broadcasts and all that stuff. So what happened? I was supposed to fight. Uh, I think before uh, after uh, before Badu Jack. Battle Jack's fight went, oh, was delayed, and most of the fights they were delayed, and they weren't getting the quick knockout like people predicted. The ones that the promoters in that fight. So what happened is that Callum Smith came in. I was like, damn, there's no way I'm gonna fight after Callum Smith, and because after Callum Smith there's Philip and the Chinese guy, and then Anthony Joshua. And those uh, uh, those two fights, they're world uh, title eliminator fights. You know what I mean? Mm. Twelve rounds, big fights. And I was like, damn. Then uh, this guy from the commission, he came up to me and he was like, if Callum Smith knocks the guy out before the, the eighth round, or if someone gets a knockout uh, before the eighth round, he put you in. I was like, okay. Round number seven, he came up to me. He's like, looks like you're going to fight after Philip. And I was like, that's not possible. That's not possible. I could not be co-main event. <laughs> then I was like, damn, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. They're just going to let me sit there and I'm not going to fight. Are you ready at this point? Are you like warmed up to a degree? I would, I would tell you all about that. I would tell you all about that. It's one of the hardest getting. All right, let me, let me just go back and tell you all about it. So basically the first fight was at 5.30 p.m. Yeah. All right. I got there at 6, and I was gloved up, taped up at 6.30, all right? And after you tape and put the gloves on, you can only drink water or Gatorade. You cannot eat. You cannot drink anything else. You know what I mean? I was gloved up, and uh, I was like, damn, I was starting to get hungry. 6.30, 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, and I was like, what the hell? You're not allowed to eat or you just didn't? Nah, I'm not allowed to eat. I'm not allowed to eat. Literally not even a, uh, like a protein bar. Why, nothing. Why is that? It's just, I don't know, like for, for safety reasons. So they, some people take stuff and you know what I mean? Like quick stuff that you can use. Right. Like you can't even uh, drink caffeine, like more caffeine. I had... You know these energy uh, gel? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had one double espresso, okay? 
They told me you're not allowed to take it. Has 175 milligrams of caffeine, man. <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't even know that, actually. Yeah, you can't. You cannot drink it. Wow. So what happened is I was gloved up and they gave me, I'm going to say it straight up, um, they gave me the shittiest gloves ever. Green Hill is the worst company ever. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. So what happened is my hands inside the glove were like that. Imagine. Like that. Yeah. So when I close my hands, it's like this. Like it's not even a proper glove. And your thumb isn't even uh, w w with, uh, with the glove. Like your thumb is like that. Like you, literally your thumb is like this. You know what I mean? Worst gloves ever, Green Hill. They need to work on that. <laughs> Feedback. There we go. <laughs> yeah, they need to work on that. Because it's not right. You, the gloves need yeah. to be uh, protect your arms. And to this day, okay, my middle finger still hurts. And it's almost three weeks, two and a half weeks. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. The seventh round came, like I said. And then they were telling me, uh, it looks like Cam Smith is now going to finish. Or the other guy, the French guy. Looks like going to fight after Philip. And then when they told me after Philip, I knew it was done. I'm not going to fight. Eighth round came. Boom! Callum Smith knocks him out. They tell me, let's go. Let's go. It's your turn. I was like, what the hell? And guess what? I'm a sixth rounder. But because there was not enough time, eighth round, and it was a 12th round fight, they, they told me your fight is going to be fourth round, four rounds. I was like, damn, okay, whatever. Just let me fight, you know? And I was on at, it was 11, 11.30 p.m., I was in there for si at 6, gloved up at 6.30, you know what I mean? It was horrible, man. But as soon as they told me, uh, it's your turn, I, I, forgot, I forgot all about it. Yeah. I forgot that I was hungry. I forgot that I need to piss, you know? I forgot all about it. And then I was like, damn, all right, let's, let's go. Whoa, <laughs> let, me, let me just tell you that. I, to this day, it's just... It still feels like a dream. Yeah. It still feels like a dream because when you when you dream about something, you 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 wanna you wanna get to where you want to be. Okay, once you reach that point, okay, you're still gonna be like, is that true? Yeah. Because when they told me that I'm gonna be fighting on Usyk and uh, Joshua too, all right, I was like, I still don't believe it. Even when I was in the hotel, I was like, uh, I felt like I'm I'm not even here. Like seriously. So um, they put me where, where, where the ring walk is, all right? <laughs> and then I'm standing there. I had uh, my, my kit was uh, like a mix of Saudi flag and Jordan flag. From the, top, uh, from the front, it was Saudi, and from the back was Jordan, and my shorts were green and white. So the camera guy is behind me. So I'm standing, I'm, give, I'm, I'm giving him my back, so it's Jordan, all right? People are kind of hyped up. I can hear them, but I cannot see them. People are kind of hyped up because they can see it on the, because they see it on the mm -hmm. screen. And then I turn around, boom, Saudi flag, and everybody was just going crazy. Screaming <laughs> and all of that. And then I walked, okay, and I, I was I was acting like I know what I was doing, okay? But <laughs> to be honest, I was not knowing what to do, you know? I was just looking there, acting like it's cool, you know? Yeah. It's my time to shine. <laughs> but 
I was not nervous. I was not scared. I was not. I was. I was just like a tunnel vision. Like, damn, son, that's your time. That's your time to shine to show everybody like what you, what you're capable of. I was walking, looking up there. It was packed. It was full. I don't know even know, but it was definitely over eight thousand people there. That was my biggest stage yeah. of my life. You know what I mean. And then uh, um, where the uh, where the stairs were uh, to go inside the ring, I just gave myself like two seconds because my legs were kind of heavy. You know, my my knees were kind of heavy and shaking. Okay, so I don't want to fall off the stairs. So <laughs> I was like, take a breath and let's go. Then I went in and I was like looking and all all over the place and I was like, damn, it's actually true. You know, it's not a dream anymore. <laughs> So yeah, and then the fight started. Uh, so my game plan is always to analyze my opponent. I already know how he fights because I was watching him. Obviously, I was I was watching him, knowing what he does and how he reacts to certain uh, situations. So what happened is that I have four rounds. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. So what I did is just I kind of stepped it up a little bit it was a little bit quicker pace but also cautious and and i don't want to waste anything so i was jabbing fainting and all of that started to realize some mistakes that he does and he's a kind of uh, you know how he was from azerbaijan also so you know all these type of countries they have like a kind of pride that that they're the baddest people in the world, you know what I mean? That they, nothing can stop them. They not they they don't they don't get hurt and all. I was like, man, come on, man. Everybody everybody has a limit. I was like, let's see where your limit is. And he was actually kind of showing off on the on the on the way on the way in, screaming and all that. Thinks he's tough. Tattoo on his back because a lot of people think all right, tattoos. You're gonna be tough and stuff. And I'm, you know, it's just my beard, <laughs> but blue eyes, you know, and yeah, but I was like, all right, let's see. He might be a strong guy, but his brain is definitely not clear, like clever. He's not definitely not clever than me. He, he was strong. He's a strong guy. I was fainting him, jabbing and all that, countering him. I realized where his mistakes were. So what I do, I was punching even quicker now just to make him frustrated so he does even more mistakes i realized some stuff that he drops a hand and after a punch and that when i'm close to him he's not he's not he's not he's close from the sides but he's open from the center so a lot of boxers think if you throw a left then the right comes and if you throw the right the left comes and if you, the, the left the right comes it's not like that so what i did is in the fourth round I, uh, I went close to him, all right? I was uh, closing the distance. So what I did, I threw the right hook, and then I turned it, threw the right uppercut from the center. Boom. <laughs> Beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> he goes down, all right? And I know these kind of people, when they have pride, okay, when they get knocked down, they don't, they don't move around. They're not smart. They just want to prove that, ah, it didn't hurt me. Mm. If it didn't hurt you, you wouldn't have fell down, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't the trip or it was not uh, not balanced, you know what I mean? It was a proper punch and you fell down. Just accept it. 
So he just went in front of me again. And I was like, bam, 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 beating him up. And then the referee just went like this. He, get, he did him a favor. He did him a favor because I was, I was going heavy because I smelled blood. I have this killer instinct, you know what I mean? So if I know that he, he's almost done, I just start beating him, you know what I mean? So yeah, the referee did him a favor because it was still two minutes to go in the fourth round. Two minutes is a lot. In a round, when you get hurt, okay, two minutes is actually a lot. Mm. Referee went inside and in the middle, he's like, stop, stop. How'd that feel? Amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. I was getting recognition from a lot of people. Yeah. Barry Hearn, Tony Bellew, Peter Fury, many more, many more, a lot, a lot. Yeah. It's awesome. I think you, you said yourself, like, and before we came on here, you use your brain a lot. Yeah. When it comes to it, like your focus, your eyes, you're figuring your opponent out as you're in there and not yeah. wasting shots. Mm. And that's what a lot of the reports, like people who watched the fight, mm. come up to you and told you. And it's it's a very clinical way to go about your boxing, isn't it? You're also saving energy, you're figuring it out, you're yeah. not being wasteful, you're not getting sloppy, you're not making as many mistakes for your opponent to see mm. or to fall for. Because also, I'm, it's like a tank, you know what I mean? You have a tank, yeah. you don't want to waste the tank. Yeah. You want to drive... Eco, but also <laughs> in a good yeah. way. Put you know what I mean? Every now and again. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to put your foot down, yeah. but it's not like... Calculated rest. Yeah. It's just like a marathon. If you start a marathon strong, you're going to yeah. get tired in the middle. And then someone who was uh, walking slowly is going to go through you. But... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What I usually do if in the, in the gym, I give it all. No, if you don't give 100% in the gym, you're already lost. Because there are some uh, people, they put 100%. You know what I mean? Most of the people that really want to achieve something in that sport, they give the, the maximum. So if you die in the gym, it's okay. If you get tired in the gym, that's fine. If you get beat up in sparring, that's also fine because you're trying stuff. You don't, but what people don't understand is that in sparring, okay, you don't, you should not do, okay, especially with the people from the gym, okay? Forget about if someone from outside the gym. If from outside the gym, you just want to beat them up just to prove you, who you are. But in the gym, everybody knows what you do. Everybody knows what you're capable of. Mm. So when you spar someone from the gym, you need to learn new stuff, other game plans. You know what I mean? Because there's no point on doing the same thing. Because if you do the same thing, you're gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna improve what 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 the weak uh, stuff that you're in. Mm. That the good things that you have, okay, they're always gonna improve. They're always gonna improve. But the other things, if you don't specifically train for them, they're they're just gonna stay weak. So yeah, you just got learning how to adapt. Yeah, yeah. Not every fighter's the same. Not, not. So you you just have to learn new stuff. It's fine if you get hit. That's fine. But also, don't try stupid stuff from the beginning. There are other procedures in the, in, in, uh, uh, you have to master them before. Let's say you don't know how to punch while, while stepping out, okay? Try it in the box. 
master it in shadow boxing. Imagine someone stands in front of you because a lot of people don't understand what shadow boxing is about. A lot of people don't. You have to exactly train your form and stuff that you, you're not good at. You know what I mean? So you, you master them, master them in, in shadow box, then, do, uh, then start doing them on the bag. And then it's fine. You have a coach, okay? Just tell them, coach, I feel like I'm a little bit on a weaker side with my right uppercut. Let's just focus a little bit on that right uppercut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you do it on the mitts, on the pad work. Then you do it in school box, technical sparring. Then you do it in normal sparring. You can't just, uh, I'm not good at this. Let's just try it in sparring. Nah, you gotta, you're going to get beat up. You're going to get punched straight in your face <laughs> with someone who actually knows because... A right uppercut, okay, is one of the, if not the strongest punch, okay, in boxing. But it's also very, very, very dangerous to, to throw because it's the lot. It's exposed. Yeah, you're, you're a little bit exposed. And if you, if you put, put your right hand down, the other guy, if he's quick and he has a good reaction, he's going to see that. So you got you to gotta, you gotta play a little bit mind game. Faint, move here, move that go down then throw the uppercut you know what i mean yeah. but it have takes you, it takes a lot have you seen guys in the gym when they're like training weights and they shadow box in between their sets when they're looking in the mirror yeah i always see I'm that i'm good at that <laughs> <laughs> world champion yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah world champ in the mirror <laughs> foundations <laughs> yeah mate so i always try especially to the to the boxers that are like my brothers okay in the gym it's fine if you if, if I have something wrong or if I'm weak at something, I, I expect you to tell me that. You know what I mean? Because the people outside the ring see they see more than you actually see. You know what I mean? So talking of that, right? Boxing it's an individual sport when you're in that ring. Yeah, but it's a team sport. You've got your coaches, you've got your dietitians, you've got your like, like you say, your training partners. The importance of that. Yeah, who's been? Who's been the people for you? Like your brother, your family, your coach? My brother, my the... family, my coach Robert, the whole round 10 uh, team, the whole gym. I, I couldn't do it without them, you know what I mean? So they, they've, they, they've been really, really good to me. And yeah, they, they made my dream. I don't want to say uh, come true, but it's a part of my dream. So they... they Ongoing. They, they're, yeah. they're putting me on the right uh, track. Yeah, There's They gave me come. good fights and yeah, this is what it's all about. And it's 10 years. That's a 10-year span from first stepping into a gym. Yeah, it's been 10 years almost. You've managed to achieve all these different yeah. things and you've gone through the, the, the triumphs and the, the troughs. Obviously being still super young, 22 years old. Is there any words of advice? I know you mentioned about working on the foundations and building them up into your sparring is there anything that you would send to younger the younger generation anyone coming from Jordan of course, of course. What, what words of advice would you give them well my first advice for my first advice always believe in Allah always believe in God because without God we're nothing without him we're seriously nothing he can take everything away from you and he can give you everything that's my number one thing believe in him and put faith in yourself and believe in yourself because if you look, if you look, Floyd Mayweather, right? In my opinion, he's the best ever. Best ever, okay? But what's different between me and him physically? Nothing. He has two hands. 
He has two legs. He has a brain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same. He, j- he just believed in himself and he kept on going. So what's, uh, what excuse do you have not to keep going? You just have to believe in yourself and life is all about ups and downs. What life is, like, I, I would not enjoy life that just straight. Like, I would be bored. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go up and you gotta go down. But when you, after you go up, you don't want to go down more than you were before. You know, it's just like a stock thing. Yeah, a claim. Yeah. But that doesn't mean if you go down b- uh, more than you were before that it's done. No, it's not. You can't climb up back again. I call that the roller coaster of life. This is it? <laughs> yeah. This Philosophical, yeah. 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 yeah well, even look at Tyson, Tyson Fury is a great yeah. example of yeah. comebacks. and. Yeah, he, he, was, he was almost gone. His life was crap. Mm. Everybody knows it. But look at him now. No one can beat him. I don't think AJ beats him. I don't think Yusik beats him. I don't see anyone beat him. Not even the generation that before. Okay, Bakhudir, okay, he's a massive fighter, okay? He's a strong guy. But, ah, man. Fury, Gypsy King is just next level. I agree with you on that. It's just next level, man. I think... Like, even look at him. Because he takes stuff serious, but not too serious. That if he did a mistake, that it's all over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he cares about his future and about his career, but he doesn't lock it like it's a crazy thing if you did a mistake and it's done. Nah. Because at the end, there's, all, there's one also serious thing. You have to take things serious, okay? But not, not too serious that you're going to forget about your family, forget about yourself, forget about how, 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 how healthy you should be. If you, uh, at the end, we're going to die and what are you going to take with you? Like, seriously, nothing. The only thing that you take with you is your good deeds. That's why you should always do something good, give back to community, help other people out. If you, if you go on my Instagram, okay, on my DMs, I try to answer everybody. Even if it's someone I don't know, okay, and he asks for help, like an advice or someone, uh, something, okay. I get a lot of messages, you inspire me, you motivate me, and all that. Just because I, I try to give them something back, at least if it's an advice. Like for someone, okay, let's say for me, okay, Robert Duran and all of them were telling me you're an amazing fighter. Gave me even more motivation, okay? For, so for them, if I tell them, keep going, champ, you got this, everything will be all right. Yeah, you know how that feels. Yeah. 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 And just one little message, okay, can change your whole mood, it can change your whole perspective, can change your whole vision. For, uh, like your, your own vision can change just from one small message yeah. Yeah. well that brings us on to thanking you like, very much for coming on and, and giving us that message and thank you man you thank you a, for having me you have a brilliantly mature and wise head and a clever head on those I had those to. shoulders and hands that can throw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that can beat people up <laughs> <laughs> beat them up don't, don't change sir. don't change yeah, nah it would never change we, we people tell me money would change you fame will change you the thing is I don't really care about that stuff alright I care about money but the money I care about is not for myself for providing and doing it's providing for my family it's providing for people that need it you know what I mean alright it's nice if you if you if you have money and you want to buy a car and stuff like that but for me if my family have a nice house and a nice car and eat good after that i will start treat myself i don't treat myself before i treat them yeah. this is how it goes Fair. 
Excellent. I've got one more question for you. Ask me. Go on. For those mature um, head on shoulders. Go on. What does the word strong mean to badder somebody? The word strong. Strong. Don't, not just me. Like, don't. <laughs> that, th- this word strong or yeah. in general strong? General strong. Like, strong. Like, what do you think? What I think about it, it's, it's a big, 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 big word. It's not just like strong if you if you feel it okay it's a it's a big thing and it it takes other stuff with it it's not just strong by itself strong means being strong mentally physically motivated dedicated loved and loving you know what i mean it 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 gives me more than one word and more than one direction yeah like it spanning off into different it is because without those things feeding into it you cannot yeah, how strong. can you, you be, strong? be strong how can you people? be strong yeah. physically if you don't eat good if you don't sleep good if you don't get love from people if you you know what i mean if you're not dedicated if you're not motivated how the hell are you gonna be strong well yeah. that's good it's true go on ask your other one. <laughs> oh, this is this is a this is a 10 pin bowling one <laughs> what would that uh, bad or something do to change the world if he could what would I do to change the world? Make it a better place. Make it a better influence. Place. I think you're doing it. I think you're on the journey. I'm on the journey, but um, the thing is to change the world, sadly, sadly, you only can change so much that if it gets to a, if it gets to a level, the big guy is going to shut you down. Mm-hmm. Let's imagine they didn't. Right, and let's imagine if they imagine if they didn't. Yeah, I would try to make as much charity as possible. I will open schools, hospitals, mosques, and everything that people can benefit from. And I don't want them to know that it's me. You know what I mean? Because technically, okay, and realistically, if someone goes to the hospital, okay, and you build it and you provide for it, okay, and they get treated. You get good deeds and you get prayers from them, okay, but not directly. You don't need directly. I don't need someone to come to me, kiss my hand. I don't need that. And I don't want it. I want them to get treated and to have a nice place and schools. And let's say there, I have, I'll build up a charity, okay, that everybody in that area knows every Saturday, okay, you got to go there in order to get that food and let, let's say clothes for this uh, for the summer or for the winter, you know what I mean. They don't need to know that uh, it's. Uh, you don't need the name above nah, the door. No, 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 not like on an American. And I wouldn't even, I would, I would not even go there to bring the stuff. I would let other people provide the stuff, but I would give the word. You know what I mean. I think we we have a glimpse into your future there of what you I want to do. So, man. Yeah. But the one thing that I that I feel that ninety nine point nine percent that I will I will be the one who I want to be. Okay, is my intentions. It's all about my intentions, man. Because if I tell you, okay, that I'm a good person, you might say, all right, he might be one, okay? But you, you don't know. You don't need to know. But it's all about myself, what I have inside of me. If I say it with my mouth, okay, it might not mean from inside of me, okay? But if I didn't tell you that I'm a good person, okay, it's still in there. And you're going to know it, okay? And you're going to feel it without even me telling you that I'm a good person. Even in boxing, I don't even go to the fight to beat him up and actually, like, hurt him. No. It's not personal. You chose the sport. You know what, 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 what might happen, okay? And I chose that sport. And I know what might happen. I go in there to win, not to break your skull or your, your chin. But if it happened, okay, it was not my intentions to do that. 
but I was throwing punches in order to win. But whatever happens through that, okay, that's not my intentions. Even that, if you see also after every fight, after every time I knock someone out, I go there, I check on him, I give him a hug, I'll tell you thank you, good luck, for you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's nothing personal and I never cuss anyone or something. I might be a little bit upset, I might say something, okay, but it, it's not it's not what what this is about. Because yeah. some fighters they just go there because they're 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 nasty, you know what I mean? They they just they cannot live outside the ring without hurting anyone, so they want to hurt someone in the ring. Nah, man. Having watched a few of your fights, like I can confirm that is a hundred percent like mm. the aura and energy that you bring to yeah. boxing itself and and I that's something you even itself. get it from talking to him. That's like something, you, yeah, yeah. That's something itself. It's just inspirational. You don't need yeah. to say anything. You can yeah. just see it. Mm. And uh, obviously, your words are backing backing all of that up. Um, after speaking to you today, so so rounding this up, what is what's next for you, Bada? What we're we gonna see? Hopefully, when will we see you again? Hopefully, so I might get a confirmation this week for a fight in November. Cannot say the date. Feel free to come back on and do an official but announcement. <laughs> It's 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 a good show. Yeah, you probably know where it is, but yeah. you got a, got a clue. Yeah. Hopefully, all right, good. Inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> right, well, mate, thank you very much for coming. Thank on. you Absolute for having me, guys. Privilege to have some of that information out of you. Thank so you. we wish you all the best. Thank you, thank yeah. you so much. Likewise, Mark. Thank you as always. Thank you very much, guys. We'll put Bada's socials down below. You've heard if you want to message him, he will get in touch with you. Hours are down below as well. Give us a like, a subscribe. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.